Welcome, everybody, to a new episode of the Mark and Coco Show. It is I, Mark Love, and of course, the incomparable, the fabulous, beautiful, my sister, Coco. How you doing, Coco? I'm great. Good, good, good. See, I got my new glasses on, stylish and you know, I thought you looked fire. a little different there. Mm-hmm. Look a whole lot better, player. Yes, so. It's so interesting that you wear glasses. Mom wears mm-hmm. glasses. Dad wears glasses. I don't wear glasses. Like I don't need glasses to see. Yeah, thanks for uh, rubbing that in right Sorry. <laughs> I have, um, I have some glasses that were prescribed to me, but. I just never put them on because I was like, mm, I would get really bad headaches from it and I would just take them off. So I didn't yeah. need them, need them. And they're just readers. Uh, I mean, nobody has perfect vision, so. Vision in our family is Jack. Especially on mom's side. Terrible. Well, <laughs> Terrible. I don't know. You're right. You're right. Yeah. I just thought about that. Tyrone's glasses would be so thick. Like, and Thurman's. can read your mind. That's yeah. why you're so smart. I don't yeah, know what happened. Them. What happened to me? The genetics mm-hmm. just didn't. Just skipped you on that one. I still say that. You know, I remember growing up, I used to tell me that I was adopted. And I'd be like, Mom, am I adopted? And she was like, it doesn't matter. You're mine now. And I'd be like, she never said no. <laughs> so, I thought uh, she was saying that I was. And so for the longest, I thought I was adopted. And so a couple of years ago, I was like, you know what, Mom? Have you ever thought about the fact that she told me it doesn't matter now? You're mine now. How that really messed with me? It's like, instead of just saying, no, you're mine. And she still was like, well, I'm assuming that you are mine. Yeah, we took you up in the hospital. They ain't giving away babies at the hospital, I can tell you that. <laughs> While she was saying that um, I was lighter than the white babies. Yeah, when you first came home, yeah. But you darkened up quick. <laughs> it take you long. Isn't that Couple interesting how black babies are like that for the yeah. most part? Not all of them, but <sighs> hi. I wish you could hear me. We have a visitor pop his head in. Deuce. Where is he? Mm-hmm. He's over here. Stop. Go play the tour. No, um, no. No, Our special no. guest is Deuce today, so you'll be hearing Mark Ugh. correct. Yell at him several times. Go play the toy. Don't come for me, come for him. Not me, him. So. <laughs> My whole family like that. I don't know where it is. Like, whatever I'm doing, they, they don't care. They really do not care. But Mark, you literally told him to go play with the toy. And it's the toy that squeaks. Look at all them toys on the floor. And he picked the one that squeaks. (laughs) That's the only one that squeaks. All the other ones. Which is fine. There's one that looks like bubble. She loves that thing. She's on it like it's going out of style. But now now he's like, you know what? I'm going to get the one that makes the most noise. Oh, my God. And at first, when he first got that toy, he didn't know how to make it squeak. Well, he, he had figured out, that out. Oh, yeah. He figured it out. No, that's, that's the only reason why he played with it now. I wonder why dogs, I wonder what it is about squeaky toys that dogs and cats just are attracted to. I don't know. I've always, I've always been kind of curious yeah. about that, that they like it like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, this like is going to be an interesting podcast. Yeah, because you're going to hear some random squeaks. <laughs> <laughs> no mice have been hurt or harmed during this podcast, I assure you. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Okay, so did I even hit the start button? I didn't. Yeah, you oh. did. 
No, I didn't hit start on the timer. Anyway, so it's officially Black History Month. Yes. It's Black History All Month. Everywhere. 28 days of it. This is Black History Month for white and other people who are not Black. This is when y'all spend three days out of, <laughs> out of the month to write a report. Not three days. He said three days. <laughs> Three days. Yeah, three days. You talk about it all month, but you don't have to, you know. Okay. We talked about this, so y'all tell me what what did you learn? Yeah. <laughs> we don't know. <clears throat> they they used to be slaves. But they not anymore. Yeah, it's terrible. I guess everybody has their own history because I know um I don't know much about other cultures and their history as in depth as black history, but even black history is very layered as well. Cause I think just because you're yeah, black doesn't mean you're one, I don't no, want to say type of black person, but you get what I'm saying. It's not simple. It's not simple at all. Um, I think every, every culture all cultures share, share some type of similarity. Uh, I think what makes us, our culture a lot different is because we were removed from our homeland in mass. So we're a little bit different. Every culture had some type of, uh, slave you know um you know europeans had slaves before black people showed up these called them indentured servants uh well i think about they had slaves too but um we are different because we were removed from a homeland and um we our culture was displaced and from that we created our own culture that was a hybrid of you know the many nationalities that were already in america the native americans french german and so forth so we kind of african americans are like a collective of all those things i know it's terrible collective of all those things including africa because we never really forgot our roots. So it would be kind of fun. <sighs> Dude, come here. Come here. Come here. Give me this. No. No. This is a no. See this? This thing. And I can tell you this. If you have a dog who is a chewer, this is the best toy we've ever had. This thing is probably six months old and we have a Rottweiler. Everything we've given this dog, he has chewed up. There's nothing left of anything else. Oh my God, I just realized that my mic was on mute the entire time. I was laughing and talking. I saw I saw you laughing. Oh my god. I was like, I didn't hear a word you said once the squeaking started. Right. So product placement. What is it? Product the brand. I, uh we got it from PetSmart. It's the only place you can really find it. But it is it's a, a great dog toy. Yeah. But it's for big dogs. Uh mm. chewers, heavy chewers. It's really good. It hasn't torn up like a lot of those other toys have. So See, looking at you, sad now. Yeah, so I'm just gonna put it behind me and get him something else. Here, he has a whole floor of them. It looks like. See, look at it. See how heavy. Oh yeah. He is a heavy chewer. Oh. That can't be good for his um, digestive system to have those little tiny particles of plastic. Well, they don't really come off. Because they're, I guess, long, what they call long. They're long fibers. 
-hmm. especially if they're not uh, organic. So they don't really break yeah. off like this. Okay, that's uh, good. <clears throat> he has toys like this. Uh, see how he's going to chew that up? But this is organic. This is some type of wood fiber. Mm -hmm. So this is okay for him. That is there. crazy. Does he there. even want it? There. Yeah, he doesn't make his mind. Okay, go on now. So, <clears throat> well, I don't even know what we were talking about at this point. Oh, we were talking about black uh, history. I yeah. didn't listen to you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I was there. laughing. You can't even hear me laugh. No. I this is going to be the most. I muted myself because I had the cough earlier and I never unmuted myself. <clears throat> he don't want no other toys but that toy. Will you take your ass home? No. Don't talk to him like that. Go on then. No, he's from a black household, so you better get used to it. <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> That's the way it happened around here. So we don't treat them no differently than anybody else in the pit. Yeah, you treat them just like you do a human. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. Hopefully it's a good human. But anyway, Black History yeah. Month. Yay. <clears throat> yeah. It feels so weird talking about it because like you said, oh, it's something we live every day yeah i mean and you know it, one thing that kills me is when they talk about critical race theory i was just going to ask you your thoughts on that <clears throat> yeah it's it's not <clears throat> on what is going on oh. i'm a, if, if this keeps up i'm gonna put him in another room but um he's a big dog he stepped all over my feet i hurt <laughs> <laughs> he's so, trying he's actively trying to get your attention yes he is so. but before this call what pay me no mind but i guess because i'm talking he's like you know, is he talking to me? Is he, what's he yeah, doing? I think he he's not quite sure because he can't hear my voice. Yeah. See, look, look at him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he knows the toys behind uh, you. Yeah, I know. That's why he behind he, he behind. But anyway, critical race theory. So. To put it in a nutshell, you and there's a lot of different definitions of it, descriptions of it, so on and so forth. Um, but basically, it's not really, it is taught in schools, but it does not have that basis. This is critical race theory, is a theory that was written by an attorney, and it is talked about in some colleges. Mm -hmm. In regards, it's a whole paper, and the paper says a lot of things, but it's basically geared toward the justice system, right? How all these things happen that lead, led up to how the justice system was built in order to suppress. You're right? so smart because Google kind of says that's what it is. I didn't know what the yeah. definition was. <clears throat> yeah, so most people don't know what it is. And I've talked to some of my neighbors about it, or they brought it up or whatever. And it's like, well, I don't want my kid learning critical race theory. But why like, not? Because they don't know what it is. But I guess so, I want to know what is it about it that they don't want their kids to know, how they communicated that part, regardless of what they think it is. No. So basically, you could think Fox News and OAN. On American Network for this, the the basically the very basic description of it for people who oppose it is saying, well, this theory basically is saying that 
everything is white people's fault. Everything's white people's fault. Everything that's bad is white people's fault. Um, okay. <laughs> but this is the thing. And so they, they don't want that taught in school. I don't want my kid to think that, you know, it's his fault because, you know, some black guy, um, you know, other side of town was in jail or something like that. Or I don't, you know, or, you know, we're not rich. How we, you know, benefiting from this system, you know, I don't, I don't see it. it well, that's because you're not black and you don't see it. Yeah. Like, I, I tell my neighbors all, Yeah. I tell my neighbors all the time, if I get pulled over and you get pulled over by the same cop at the same time for the same thing in the same town, my interaction with the cop will be a little bit different mm-hmm. than your interaction with the cop. Now, they say all the time, well, you know, if I got pulled over and I just obey everything that the cop says to do, it won't be no problem. Mm-hmm. There's no guarantee, but that's no guarantee for anybody who gets pulled over by a cop. But the likelihood of me telling the police officer no will result, oh, no. Will result me having a longer entanglement with that officer than say my neighbor you know you know I said no I'm not good yeah and also too we're socialized and we you know we have that like our parents and family have that conversation with us about okay this is how you act when you are um come face to face with a police officer you know like we're not as like we don't have that sense of audacity or questioning is probably a better word the right to question that um I have found just in other conversations with my white friends there is a different viewpoint in how they look at police officers and how they feel they can have conversations with them that we're just told like like make sure your hands are visible you know there's just conversations that we are told to do and how we're supposed to behave that they don't have those conversations. Right. Because the way we look at it uh, is different because regardless if a police officer goes up to a white person, the white person's thinking, okay, you're here to protect and serve. Right. But when a police officer comes to a black guy, Oh man, what you want? What you want? Yeah, you're already guarded. Yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. you know, it's because the history is already there and it's undeniable. Yeah. It's undeniable. I mean, you can read, um, you know, um, you know, uh, a black guy who did the same thing a white guy did, got more time, (laughs) you know, uh, than a white guy did, you know. um, you know, people see this all the time. And then one guy, I guess he sold, he sold, he sold, what he sell like two crack rocks or something like that. He got like 20 something years. Then you had this white dude, he got caught with a kilo of cocaine. A kilo now. <clears throat> he got two years. Like, how many rocks is a kilo? How many rocks would you say is in a kilo? A lot. <laughs> like, a lot. Like a thousand? I mean, I'm talking about more. So this man, so this man got caught with two rocks of cocaine. They gave him basically trying to distribute, saying that he's trying to sell these drugs. So the white dude said, Oh no, this is my own personal use. And he believed that shit. They believed it. Like, come on, man. Really? A kilo of cocaine. Oh, just the assumed use. But it's still illegal, you know. That that's the whole thing. It's it's, yeah. it's illegal. It doesn't Look. matter whether I'm using this for my own purpose. The same thing people can say when they rob people, like, "Oh, well, I robbed them because I'm using it for my own personal use." Right. It still so, doesn't mean that you did not, you know, um, you did not. What's the word? Distribute. No. You're trying to do, but 
I don't know. Just move on. (laughs) (laughs) I thought this went away. Yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's all kind of stuff like that. So this is this is the thing about critical race theory. Critical race theory has always been part of the curriculum, right? In one way, form, or another. And the reason why I say that anybody who has a brain who can think critically, which has nothing to do with critical race theory. But anybody who can think critically will understand in history that the Spanish, the Europeans, the you know the Romans, those people, they talk about nothing but conquering the world. Right? Conquering the world to set up these systems that they have, uh, you know, back home. And these systems are designed to, you know, uh, you know, you have some type of slavery, you have some type of economic system, you have some type of judicial system, um, which basically treats the natives in a bad light, right? Mm-hmm. 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 Which is what? Critical race theory. Yeah. So it's it's not like people are going out of the way saying, you know, white people, they are messed up. And, you know, the reason why things are so bad is because of the things that they did, you know, back then. Um, it doesn't take a rocket science, rocket scientist to see through, read through the lines and see that, yeah, I mean, wherever these Europeans went, they messed everything up. Death and destruction. Yeah, they they messed everything up. So that it's was not like, yeah, I mean, that's, that's the reason why they showed up in the first place. I mean, so thing. I don't, I don't understand. Like people, people, people defend it, and then some people talk bad about it, but nobody's saying. But is it wrong? Well. Then the, the big thing they get kind of caught up on is the whole thing like, well, I don't want my kids to think that this is their fault, that they benefit from the system that surely we don't benefit from. Well, they, you are incorrect. Mm, they do. You are incorrect. You are incorrect. So, <clears throat> and that is where because, the problem lies. Yeah, because people, these people are saying, well, I don't benefit from Like, you are not that important. He said you're we're talking about all we're talking about all the mass. We're not saying you. We're not saying you just because you don't benefit from it doesn't mean that it doesn't exist. Mm. So if you know the system is set up to do this, then why don't you take advantage of it? I'm sound like personal problem. Take advantage of it. But the one thing I would say, though, and we talked about this in the past, people of color, whether you're brown, you know, whatever, we always had style. We always had swag. Always. Always. And Europeans have always stole that. They're like, dang, that's kind of tight. I like that. Oh, you sitting on a gold throne? Okay. All right. I see what you're doing there. Yeah, we might have to do that back in France. Might... Oh, you got a, you want a crown on your head? Mm. Mm, you got, <laughs> it's made out of gold? Mm, you got a, what, what is that? What is that thing with? A scepter? And then what's some stuff in it? Oh, diamonds and stuff? Mm. Yeah, because we don't have diamonds here. Right. But, man, that's kind of dope right there. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, we're going to do that up here, man. We're going to do that up here. So, you know, we've always had swag. We always stole our stock. Always. So, it is what it is. They call it swagger jacking. Is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, it's actually cultural appreciation. Appropriation, excuse me. Appreciation. Well, it's so, cultural appropriation. So, always. So it's I, always I, good. 
I do want to have a conversation about cultural appropriation. Um, mm -hmm. But go ahead, continue. No, go ahead. I'm done. Oh, um, <clears throat> so what are your thoughts on cultural appropriation from the standpoint of like appreciating the culture? You know, as someone that's not in that culture, because what I recognize um, is that I have a, I have a privilege in being able to um, like do certain practices and rituals or things like that of other cultures that of like say like um, some of my white friends would get like slaughtered like oh you're culturally appropriating and um yeah. what have you so because I was asked a question about that and I was just like hmm I said well this is my perspective on it I said I think the issue lies in the fact that we're in a society where you have a group of people and I said I'm, I'm very much getting ready to generalize the hell out of this scenario and I, I told her that I said, but you have a group, a large group of people that are telling other people that their culture is inappropriate and all these other things that are not like, they don't embrace it. They shun mm -hmm. it. But then on the flip side, you start to see where that culture that once shun it is taking it and profiting off of it and pretending like they're like repackage yeah. it in a way. And it's just like, is, you're really like, what the fuck? Like you're literally like, what? Yeah. yeah. Oh, so they, I said, like that's say, where the issue is. It's the issue that it's okay for you to, to, um, celebrate, to like appreciate it. Right. Yeah. And use it. And in, in the ways that you have now determined that, oh, we can use this now. It has a benefit. I said, that's where the breakdown is, is that there's not, um, and allowing an appreciation of those cultures and allowing people to be who they are and, and celebrate their cultures. So that's where the breakdown is. But I never really thought about the fact that I won't get dragged for like <laughs> some of the things that I do that are outside of like black culture. But well, no. I will say I deeply appreciate and I will so shout out like this is like from like Indian culture or like Asian culture, um, yeah. like Chinese well, culture. Well, that's easy because Africans didn't go to Japan and say, man, what's that you got on? A kimono? Man, that looks terrible. Take that off. Put these, put these trousers on, man. You know? Right. <laughs> you like, why don't you have pants on? <laughs> yeah. Why don't you, you dress like a savage? Why are you wearing it? Man, you need to dress. You need to look like us. If you if you want if you want all respect, you're gonna have to look like us. I mean, probably the biggest outside of them taking you know taking slaves, but um, like when European uh, you know Europeans got to Japan, I mean Japan, mm -hmm. I mean they fought that for in, in China they they fought that for a long time. Yeah. Um, in Japan, you know, they're you know, their elite basically decided to copy the Europeans because they were doing business with the Europeans. Yeah. So the Europeans were like, hey, man, what you got on is corny. You know, you wear like a two, three-piece suit. But who made them the authority? Hat. That's the thing that, like, I'm like, who? Nobody did. Like, how Money. did that, that come to be, though? Money. It's just mind-boggling in, in some way. Money. Money, 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 money. I mean, people do weird things. You right. You are right about that. So it's all money. So that's the reason why, like, say, a white person wears a kimono, and they're like, "Well, you know, for you know, I, I just appreciate the culture." That's fine, but you know nothing about the culture because if you knew anything about the culture, you wouldn't be wearing. So what's the difference you, with me you would, wearing a kimono versus the white person? Because you don't want it, you didn't show up on the shores and tell them what they were wearing was corny and they need to take it off. It wasn't black folk. So it goes See, back this, to that, that this initial like traumatizing um, moment yeah. of like you need like who you are is not acceptable. 
you need to change. Exactly. Yeah. Your culture is garbage, so you need to assimilate our culture. Yeah. See, without and and nobody, and this is the thing that nobody wants to talk about, is like and, and it's not there's never gonna be no white person collective <laughs> to really come out and apologize, you know, for all, all these atrocities. It it's kind of sailed. But for a white person to wear, you know, Japanese traditional clothing, that that is never going to be like a good thing. Never going to be a good thing. I will say there there's certain things like um, there's certain clothing that I will just not wear. Like even certain African clothing that I don't know because I understand um, that a lot of yeah, I'm a not, lot of rituals and yeah, ceremonies tied wearing- to it. You know? Yeah, I'm never I'm not wearing kenta cloth because I'm my from my genetics, but it shows where I come from. Is that from a, a part of that country? So I have no business wearing kenta cloth. Yeah. I think we have we have a un, we have an appreciate we have a level of respect. I think that's what it is. I think we have like a level of respect for um the history behind the clothing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and the rituals and the practices and the ceremonies, because when you think about it, even within our culture, we have rituals and ceremonies and practices that we do, but we just don't necessarily call them that. I think the electric slide at weddings, that's like a ritual, you know? Yeah, we've always, I mean, there's all kind of cultures that all cultures have some type of, you know, dance that they do with parties and stuff like that yeah but, yeah but they i do. mean ain't nobody there's nobody rocking the uh uh i can't even remember what it's called now there's, there's nobody walk, rocking the waltz the waltz <laughs> the waltz at a dance except for I when the bridegroom dance and when the no, they don't even do that. It's I corny. see it in like um it's corny. Nobody's doing it. And the only time know, they do the ball is if the if the bridegroom dance and when the bride and the father dance. That's it. That's the is only that time the waltz, you see that though? Ball. It's supposed to be the waltz, but they don't even do that. I was saying they just kind of move into the beat. Yeah, it's just corny. Turning. I don't do you they know just slow ball? dancing. And you know, honestly, slow dancing, that's a black thing too, like I'm just letting you know. But anyway, they just slow dance, right? Wait, wait, wait. Put a pin. I, okay, I need you to come back and explain how, but go ahead. So, um, I didn't so know that, they, and I'm black. Yeah, so they don't, they don't waltz. They don't waltz because it's corny. It's not fun. Nobody so wants so to How do it. you waltz? Is waltz like the one, two, three? Is it that one? There's, there's a box waltz. There's several different types. Yeah, there's a box waltz, and there's, you're supposed to hold your head a certain way. And your it's very be on the back. Stiff. Like, you it's have very like the... stiff. It, it, it's, it's, you're supposed to look like your top half doesn't move. It's just your legs. So it's supposed yes. to look. I've seen people but that are really it's good really at it. It's really weird. And it's, it's boring as hell. It's I wonder who hell. came up with like, hey, let's move like this. Europeans did. I guess so, because <laughs> we in Africa, we're like, we got to move our hips here. Like, and the top part. Yeah, I mean, they never had no percussion. Their music is all is all trouble, <laughs> all trouble in mid range. They ain't never had no bass, you know. Uh, but it's it's funny how thanks like, to Phil Collins you, for for allowing people to experience the power of percussion. <laughs> <laughs> but. It's uh, it's it's funny how um, like if you want to have fun, you have to do something other cultures do. You do, or you like because or it's um, boring. Like I remember, yeah, and like just I mean, kind of going to like going to different weddings. Oh, let me let me ask you this: What is the most British thing you think there is? British name me British name something that you think is so British that when you think about it it's like oh that's British um curtsying okay what else 
something that they do today. They don't really, I ain't feeling about it really hurts at all. I don't know. I'm not British. I don't know. Tea? I'm just saying. Taking tea. over, taking over um, countries. Tea time. Tea time. Although I do appreciate a good tea time. A high tea, I'm here for it with a pinky up and everything. But go ahead. I'm going to rock your world. That's not British. I figured it, it wasn't. Where do they get the tea from? Because tea can't grow in cold climates like that. No. But even the tea time, it wasn't, it's not British. Isn't it Indian? It is Indian. South Asian? Well, no, it's Asian. Because yeah. they have it in South and like like India. Yeah, but then like, when they invaded India. Because yeah. it's ceremonial. Well, it's we'll say ceremonial. invaded. I can't say invaded because they don't call it invaded, but they invaded. But it's when crazy. they occupied. Was, it's crazy they how occupied many other India, countries are still part of the British um, Empire. Yeah. I'm like, what? The there was like some <laughs> South American country that is trying to like um, dissolve that and separate from, from Britain's control. And I was like, I didn't even know that yeah. they controlled them like that. Yeah, there's, there's countries in Africa too that are trying to separate themselves mm -hmm. from uh, British. I think they already did from France. But um, yeah, but yeah, they basically just kind of split up the world amongst themselves. It was kind of weird. Um, yeah. It was but, England, France, and um, a missing one. What's the other one? I'm missing. Uh, Britain, France, yeah, and Spain. Stop. Oh. Over here later. Oh no, Deuce is in trouble. He was doing so yeah. well. Yeah, he was. Come here. Is that why yeah. he was so quiet? Yeah, he's trying to be on sleep. I was like, it's gotten quiet. Cause Ru see, Ru's over here trying to sleep. Oh, <laughs> oh my God, is he awake? He's trying to sleep. No, he's asleep. No, turn it back is again. It? I gotta see that again. <laughs> sleep, knocked out. Hugs are true. So Deuce over here trying to try to mess with him. Well, let him. Like, no, leave him alone. Leave him alone. He's sleeping. He's not going to bother you when you sleep it. Oh, my God. I have to see that again. Show me again. I need a picture of that. Oh, damn. That was he woke up, man. <laughs> yeah. So that's how he no, sleeps? No, did nobody call you. Nobody. Oh, he sleeps like that? Yeah. He, sleeps, uh, he sleeps all kind of weird way. But do the same thing. He sleeps on his back, too. Mm. Well, you said he thinks he's a pug. Mm-hmm. Everything, oh. everything the little one does, the big one got to do too. So and vice versa. Uh, that's that's human nature too. Sibling nature for the most part. Yeah. So like although I wasn't one, trying to do what you were doing. Yeah, he's gonna jump over the hot tub into the yard. The little one got to do it too. And he just fails. I never say he falls into the hot tub because he's like. He don't even get to the top. He's, he's like, like an eighth of the size of Deuce. It's hilarious. It, it is so hilarious. Or like when he jumps on like the steepest part of the, the yard, uh, the big one will just jump right on there and he'll try to do the same thing. He won't make it. Oh. It's so uh, sad. Yeah. Oh my goodness. You know, pugs aren't doing that. No. Nope. They're meant to just but lay they, around like he was doing. Yeah, they're 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 a Chinese breed and they were bred to be lap dogs. Literally lap dogs to keep their owners warm in the wintertime. And he does without Aaron, he loves to do they love doing that. Lay, lay on your head or lay on your feet or lay on your lap. You know, for the longest, I didn't know that because my friend, she had a pug and I would just be like, what is, like, he never would try to sit on my head. Um, you sit there long enough to go over there long enough, he will. No, he just wasn't like that with me. With me, he always would want to get in my lap. He wasn't about the head thing with me, but oh, if you he go, would just if get you go to on bed. his, on her head and just be sitting there and I'd just be like, huh. This is the most interesting thing I have ever seen. Yeah. 
I've never seen Man, that he before. Does he does the lawyer all the time. He doesn't do it to you. No, he, he primarily just lays on my lap or down by my feet. Mm, oh, you let him lay in your lap now? Mm, I don't let him. He just just jumps on there when I'm not paying attention. or You put him down? Whatever, yeah. You guys have such a tumultuous relationship. I don't even know relationship. <laughs> no relationship at all. That's my point. I just, I just feed him, and that's about it. Because he does not contribute at all to any of the household duties. <laughs> and Deuce does? Yeah. What? Uh, he'll, you know, but basically, he'll bark when you know, somebody's at the door or He's, uh, like protection. he's like a security yeah. his yeah, role is like, security guard yeah and it's like automatic it wasn't not like we taught him it's just he's just naturally prone to protect so if you know anybody kind of walk up on air he ain't have you step in between Aaron and whoever that person is, and you just look at him and get in close. I remember say he, he just looks at the person, not even Aaron. Yeah, he just. That's cool. his. That is his. Like he imprinted on her early on. Mm-hmm. It's it's more protection to play with her. Uh, with me, it's more. Uh, you know, uh, I guess I'm the alpha, so he just. He tries to please me. But Aaron, he's not trying to please Aaron. It's more protection and play. Yeah. So, I don't so think she really wants her. him. Yeah. I think every kid should have an animal of some sort growing up. It gives you a unique yeah. perspective. Especially if you're the only child. Yeah. You can have so, We have completely gotten off topic. Sure we were supposed to be talking about Black History Month and we've been talking about British people, pugs. And Black folks don't feed your dog spaghetti. Please don't do that. Oh my God, that's because we're triggered by grandma, <laughs> okay? There's nothing wrong with feeding them spaghetti, but please make sure that it has, the best hey, by date has not expired hey, 10 years ago. It was 50 pounds overweight. What was walk. hope? What was hope? Diabetes. It was, a, it was a mutt. It was a beagle something. Yeah. She was so sweet. That was my buddy. I remember when grandma got her as a puppy. And mm. she, she, grandma was like, dogs stay outside. And I used to feel so yep. bad. She would leave the puppy outside. And I was like, yep. no. Out. No. That dog, ain't, that dog never came in the house. Uh, yes, it never. did. I brought the dog in the house. Oh, baby. I would sneak her in as a puppy outside. Yeah. Old school. No. Still, no. Still do to this day. And we grandma lived in the hood. Yeah. No, I didn't feel like that was the right thing to do because I know I wouldn't feel safe outside yeah. at night, barely during the day. But I used to sneak her inside. It was a beagle mix. I want to say German Shepherd. But it had a lot of beagles. Yeah, he's like being outside. We prefer to be outside. Yeah. So she, now if she got she got like a pug or something like that. No. <laughs> no. I don't think she would have gotten a small dog though. Some little toy she dogs. Didn't like, or she didn't like small dogs. But she liked anything that was free. If she got a free <laughs> pug. No. She be outside. No, you she didn't like small dogs. Grandma did not like small dogs. Could you well, see she grandma wanted, with a pug though? No, she wanted something for protection because she wasn't a animal person. No. She just wanted something, you know, to keep people out of the yard. Why she got hope, I have no idea. Hope <laughs> would bark. She would she, bark. She'd be the one that the burglar would come in and she would sit there and watch them break into the house. Yeah, she would bark and she would come up to the fence. But if you open the fence, she'd run away. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> it's cool, like a lot of people. Oh my God, like, oh, she would. Oh my God. But you open that gate, like, 
you run away. Like, what are you doing? But because uh, I, I used to have people come by the house, like, man, this dog, I'm like, man, that dog ain't gonna bust a great. Come on in here. <laughs> as soon as they open the gate, they run away. She runs to the other side of the yard. She still you be would, like push them out of the way. <laughs> like she would literally push you out of the way and go around you. I remember that. I'm like, dang it. And she just, I don't know. She just really didn't like being in that yard. No, but. Maybe she had a boyfriend that she was going to see. I always wondered where she went. Oh. I'm alone. No, go and sit down. Sit down. Sit. Good boy. This has been an odd episode, Mark. <laughs> we got 20 more minutes. And we're sitting here looking at each other like, hmm. Are we talking about black history? I mean, yeah. we, talk about, we talk about black history like all oh. I don't want to oh, talk about know. black history. I feel like we should talk about, <clears throat> I don't know. About. How can we, okay. I don't know. Maybe you don't know. It's always going to be black history because we're black. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I want to get this. Have you ever played um, Black Card Revoked? Who? Black card revoked. Uh uh-uh. uh. I have to get that game. Maybe I can get it um, by the oh, next. Oh, is that where? Is that you have to answer the questions that black folks didn't know, and then you don't know it. Take your yeah, card. Yeah, your card. Yeah. I yeah. always joke with, um, you know, me and mom. We kind of joke like, "You got your black card? Who has your black card right now?" <laughs> you know. Yeah. Because. My yeah, I know some dudes. I'd be like, man, you ain't got no black card no more. <clears throat> None. But, I can tell you about I can walk in any hood around the world, right? Any hood. I don't care. Could I? Yeah. I mean, I would be fine in the hood. It doesn't scare me like that. Nah, I'm, I'm cool. I'd be like, ooh, look at the people. Yeah, I ain't trying to rough nobody's feathers or nothing. You know, no. It's different yeah. going into the hood as a woman versus a male anyway, so. Yeah. I have the privilege of my boobs and vagina. But, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> now don't get me wrong, it, it depends on situations. There might be a situation where you might be like, when was the last time that I said something or did something that you wanted to like there's moments where you don't necessarily take my black card but you'll look at me like really and I just it's like a non-verbal cue of like you taking my black card I can't think anything on top of my head really it'll come up I'm sure there's been instances Yeah, I can't think of it. That has been. What are some black revocable um, infractures that you could think of? Not knowing anything about Martin Luther King or Malcolm X. When you Uh, say not knowing anything, just beyond knowing their name and yeah no 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 just... yeah beyond knowing the name and you didn't know anything that they tried to do or <clears throat> what they tried to do then, then yeah um a good one is like <laughs> if you think the black panther party is the same as the Ku Klux Klan yeah, what? you need your black card taken. Yeah, I mean, it's, I've had conversations with some white folks there. Like, well, you know, you have the Black Panther card. It's just like, who's on it? Like, who the hell told you that? <clears throat> it's like, what? What is, wait, but, what? You know, what, 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 wait, what? 
Yeah. I need more I, I information. Her. What is yeah. a Black Panther Party? I told party? her, you don't know what the Black Panther Party is? Oh, I got what you're saying. I got you. I was thinking about okay, I'm about to say Marvel I'm Black about Panther. To That's what I'm like, wait a minute. card right now. <laughs> well, you have to go get it from somebody right else because they already have it. Because, no, um, yeah, I mean, you do have some people. There's a I, lot of people. I, I just Chris. have to say this. I want to know how many people will hear this and think of Black Panther, like, <laughs> the comic book Black Panther when you say Oh, the younger, the younger ones. The younger ones, yeah. Because okay. I was like, Black Panther and the KKK, like. Wait, you talking about the movie party? Yeah, that's why I was like, but, I need some no, explanation. Okay, I got you there. Black Power, yeah. Black Panther. Okay. Yeah, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so this is, this is a lot of people. I'm not just white people, but people who are not black. And even some white people who actually heard this myth. I don't know where they get it from. Um, that the Black Panther Party and the Ku Klux Klan uh, were like equal. They did the same no. stuff. Like, mm -hmm. no. Because mm -mm. I heard this from a friend of mine. He was like, well, you know, the Black Panther Party, you know, they doing shit. Why don't people say stuff? Like I said, what did the Black Panther Party do? Oh, you know, they terrorized people. I was like, no, they didn't. No. Who told you that? Who told you that? And he just looked at me like, like, at first he was like, oh, you, like, I'm supporting Black Panthers or something. <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, that, that look, not the look that he was wrong. The look that I might be upset because I support Black Panther, right? So I was like, all right, I tell you what, you name me one person that can name me one person, anybody, black, white, Puerto Rican, Asian, name one person in the Black Party kid. I said, you know what, I tell you what, you can even take it even further, Google it. I sat there for like 15, 20 minutes. And he was like, I couldn't find anybody. I said, because it did. What is your understanding of the Black Panther Party? Like what, how would you define the difference? It was, it was community protection mm -hmm. against anybody who was trying to come in and do harm. Mm -hmm. The original purpose for the Black Party was to, well, two things. Because it was basically kid-driven. Yeah, it was. Um, they um, they wanted better schools. And um, they also fed kids, too, or three things. Wanted better schools. They had a community uh, outreach program where kids would come and eat breakfast. And dinner, no question asked. Any any child can come in. Any. Um, and third was they were trying to convince the local and federal government to remove lead paint from these projects because when they found out they used all that lead paint after World War II because they had all the leftover, but they painted tanks and stuff with, and boats and stuff like that had it was lead paint. It wasn't good. Hmm. So they were like, hey man, you need to, you know, get rid of this layer of paint. Which didn't happen until what, the 90s? So um those were the original purposes for the Black Party, Black Panther Party. Um now the police uh were not crazy about them, you know, being watched, especially in Chicago. You know how corrupt Chicago was, or still is, or depending on who you're talking to. Um, so they weren't crazy about it. So they were just going around just beating up Black Panthers, you know, left and right. So Black Panther was like, you know what? Okay, this is what we're going to do. We're going to stand in front of our homes with these guns. How about that? 
which right basically to bear arms. Uh, which the police took highly offense to that. Oh, you trying to kill cops? I'm not trying to kill cops. We only trying to protect ourselves. That's two different things. Now, if I have to protect myself from a police officer who's overreaching the law, yeah, is he a cop at that point? No. Not nope. ethically. No, he's not. He's not a. No, he just. He just. No, he's just. The oath. Where do they take an oath? Yeah. yeah, they take the oath, and when you break that oath, you're not a cop anymore. There's a lot of cops that take <clears throat> that oath that really break it all the time, though it seems. Yeah. Not all you of know, them. There are some cops that really do stand by their oath and take it very seriously. Thank God. Well, they're called. Well, they're culpable too because they know who the bad ones are. Like any. You can't tell me, and people will say all the time, well, they don't know who the bad ones are. You lying yeah. to me. You, that's I mean, the first thing you, you learn know, is who to trust and not to trust when you come into yeah. the organization. Even at, even if you work at McDonald's, you know mm -hmm. who the good people are, who the bad people are. Mm -hmm. You know that. And the system, the system is set up within the police department for those who tell on other cops they are not rewarded. You remember that guy in California this is several years ago who killed like three, four cops, and then they chased them up uh, in Northern California, and like five million cops showed up <laughs> to where he was in his cabin in the woods and killed him. You remember that? Vaguely. They labeled this guy. Well, he was an ex-cop, black guy. I was saying he was a black guy, but he he was um, he wasn't white. He was non-white. Um, he was an ex-cop that saw some wrong being done in the department. And he complained about it several times until they pushed him out. And he got so mad, he got so frustrated because he thought he was going crazy. He shot like three or four police officers and then ran. And because he shot police officers, they had literally an army of police officers after him. Hmm. An army. Look it up. They had so many police officers up there. It was ridiculous. They did. There's no need to have that many police officers. But they took the police officers took it personal. Like, oh, you a cop killer now? So we're gonna really have to show support. But the reason why, the reason, the reasoning behind the killing was because they basically drove this man crazy. <clears throat> but they don't want to talk about that. But, you know, it is what it is. All systems are set up to protect themselves, right? From, it doesn't matter what. No matter, it could be the smallest system or the biggest system. Like uh, you compare the system of the United States of America to the system of a local police department. They're basically set up to do the same thing, to protect themselves from threats on the inside and outside. Right? Mm -hmm. um, they put checks and balances in within those systems in order to be self-regulated. Right? The United States has a three-tier system. And each one of them is supposed to watch over themselves. They're supposed to be have equal power, which they don't. Mm -hmm. uh, police department is basically set up the same way. But then you have this other entity called the police union that makes you know political contributions. You got one minute. Um, shows political support and stuff like that, which they shouldn't do. They should not be political, but they are. Um, and a lot of these uh, police officers who, you know, do wrong or get caught doing wrong are basically, you know, still cops. If you kill somebody, um, on, on air, if they kill somebody, you know, mistake or non-mistake or whatever, you shouldn't be able to go to another another state or another town and be a cop again. 
No, you shouldn't. Because you can't do that. If, you can't do that if you're a doctor. You can't do that if you're a dentist. They take away your little license, but you ain't doing that no more. But we let cops do it. But anywho. Um, well, I guess we're running out of time. So we'll wrap the show up. You sound so sad about that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll wrap the show up. Well, you know, it's always next week. Always next week. So for me and these uh these dogs. <laughs> they finally got it together. He no, did really well. He did really, really well. Oh look. And here he comes towards your head. Yeah. Yeah. Here. We in the show now, so you can have it back. Oh, he's gonna squeeze it. Go. Go. Yeah, you about to hear it. Like, it ain't gonna take long. I don't know. He's pretty quiet with it. Yeah, he's just looking at it now, like. And now you want to give it to me? Now you hear it. <laughs> All right. Well, that's what. All is right in the world. He didn't want to play with no other toy. But you know, he. He took his favorite. Depending depending on the day, one would be a favorite that he really just really into. The other ones he don't care about. So it's like it's like having a toddler. At the end of every day, we pick up all the toys and put them back in the basket. And then in the morning, he goes outside. He eats, and the first thing he does, he goes straight for that basket. Pulls everything out. Oh, does he? Leaves it around the house. Yeah. Oh, goodness. All right, Mark. All right, people. Time to go. So we will see you later. This is Mark Love signing out along with Coco. Say goodbye, Coco. Bye. All righty.